We're live. We're doing it. The first one. Uh, this is the sales series. I sent out a post the other day and I said, you know, I've been doing these really great interviews. I'm having so much fun. I'm meeting all these really great people, men and women of the CPG industry, also on the sales and, uh, and, and service side of things um, with the Let's Eat program. And I thought, what about all of the sales people out there? The men and women who are putting in the work, doing uh, all the things that they need to do to help put the brand on the map, help the founders, help the team really establish themselves and also help build the business. Those are the people that we need to talk to. Let's get their take on things. What does it look like out there? So we're here and we should have none other than the first guest be Aaron Yanessi. Aaron Yanessi is the director of sales. He's, 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 he's the head of sales. He's the main man here at I1 Organics. Uh, so Aaron, welcome to the show. Thanks, sir. Let's start, <laughs> let's start with the question that everybody wants to know. What is it like working with me? Uh, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> no, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, definitely I've kind of told people before, uh, you know, you and I started back in 2016. I met uh, Nader, who works with the company, obviously, at Expo West 2016. Uh, I was searching for new opportunities, came across the, the booth up in the new uh, launching items. You had all the bells and whistles. I thought it would be something cool I can work with. Um, we had a couple conversations on the phone. I should have had some red flags right away from our early conversations, but we worked through them. And it was, you know, it was one of those things just there's all kinds of personalities out there, right? And one of the things early on that I noticed was you had some real drive. And I know that drive, especially with a startup company, is super important. Um, so that was one of the early things that kind of led me to want to work with you. And then over the time, just your candidness about situations, your willingness to learn. Uh, you obviously had a lot of background from different industries, but not so much on the CPG. So there's an opportunity for me to bring something to the table. Um, however, I knew that you had a lot of background starting companies and stuff. So that was exciting for me. Uh, move forward. You know, things didn't necessarily work with our first uh, go on the product. I, I took a step away, went to a different company, and then came back in 2000, what was it, 2000, early 2019. So it's been a great run. Uh, I'm happy to be back. Uh, working with you is, it keeps me on my toes. I know a couple things. I know if I do well, you'll give me kudos. Uh, I know I have the opportunity to go and explore things. Uh, bring food to the table, so to speak, and run the show, bring my opinions to the table, bring my experiences to the table, and then they're going to be listened to. Um, and I know if, if something needs to be brought to my attention uh, for areas for me to grow, that you're going to be vocal about those. Uh, so I get both things. I, you know, I, I, I know that there's honesty there, which is, which is key. I like you, man. Um, and uh, checks in the mail on that one. Um, 
let's talk about the the lay of the land right for the for everybody who who could be watching the eight people that watch this thing um out there as a sales director and selling a product like ours again i i want this to be i guess a less about what we do right but but there's going to be pieces of it that have to fall into the story um, yeah. We have value add in so many different areas, right? You know, you know me, you know, this is like my, like you said, it's not just the drive, it's the passion that I have for exactly what we're doing. But you've sold other things within the CPG channel. Um, you've had water experience and the like. What do you think a brand needs? What are the three top things you think a brand needs to even get through the door today? Uh, I think you have to have a why, you know, obviously that's becoming more and more important, not just with a brand, but with everything in life, you know, there's this big, why am I doing things? Why am I working for somebody? Why am I selling the product that I'm selling? Why am I buying the product that I'm buying? Uh, and I think that the more we're able to understand what that is, and sometimes it's something that you have to grow into, um, the better you'll do. So I think that is a key thing that everybody has to have is, you know, why am I working for the brand I'm working for? And why am I trying to convince a retailer to carry the product at the same time? Uh, you have to have an understanding of what you're getting into, right? So uh, luckily for me, I started as a territory sales rep a long time ago. And I've worked all the way up from making store calls and working with store managers, merchandising shelves, to making calls at, you know, corporate level for national accounts. And so you have to have an understanding of the business from the, you know, the smallest guy on the ladder to the top guy and really appreciate what each one of their roles are. Um, and then you have to have the, the ability and the willingness to learn as you go or learn from past mistakes. So, you know, there's obviously something that ties us all in the CPG industry together and that's, you know, some kind of, basics of how to go to business. Um, but then within there, there's lots of room for variations on how you're going to be successful. So you have to be willing to try different things, uh, whether it's couponing, uh, thinking outside the box on merch merchandising opportunities, uh, trial and awareness of your brand. You, you know, there's different ways that you can go and approach that. Some of them are really costly. Um, some not so much, but you, you got to understand and, and try, you know, trial and error and, and, and be willing to learn and, and kind of pivot, be on your toes, so to speak, especially when you're, you know, young startup CPG, maybe a little bit different for the older guys and the, you know, the big, you know, hundred million dollar companies, they have a program in place, but when you're, you're young and you're a small company, you got to be nimble and, uh, take advantage of that. If you're dealing with buyers without being specific, we won't, we won't do the call outs, um, but just dealing with so many different buyers and retailers alike, their organization as a whole, the people within the organization, what do you find being the most attractive? You know, and again, I don't want it to be the ones, well, that, that, yeah, they gave us the chance or gave that, you know, gave you the chance to even sit at the table or even actually bring us in. What do you think, um, what do you think are the, the big call outs to you of the ones that you want to want to work with? Um, I, I like working with retailers that have a mission in place. 
and and kind of I guess goes back to that why like if they know they're bringing something to the market that is unique um, you know like a Whole Foods in the natural space um, like a Kroger's in the conventional that's really trying to push forward the organic opportunities for consumers that may be used to awareness um, down to regional guys that are small and just really maybe only working in one county of a, of a state, uh, but, but they have a penetration and they have some clout with their, with their customers. I, you know, I, I like that. I like the fact that they are going to stand behind what they're selling to their customers, number one. And, and then we can bring something to the table that, that we can stand behind when we're pitching to them and that they should be comfortable and feeling good about selling through their store and not just another item. You know, there, there are retailers that will bring in just about anything um, if you can tell a good story because they're either going to get slotting fees and kind of mitigate their loss or their risk there, or they're just willing to give something a chance and you, it can be one of any, you know, hundred of items. But if you get in a relationship or a partnership with a retailer that really understands what you're doing and can tell you, Hey, I appreciate and understand what you're doing. You know, that's a good feeling. I think that's a great answer. And, you know, uh, again, offline, because we talk every day, you know, we're blessed, right? Because they feel it, you know, they get this thing um, from us and, and I'm lucky that you have that, right? It, if it's from me, it's kind of like a given like, the, Oh, Whoa, that's a lot of like, that's a lot. Right. Um, but you have that. And so you walk in the door and I think people can feel it, um, which is hugely important in, in, in what you're doing. Right. Um, but across the table, you know, it is a, it is a partnership, right? That's what I call it every time. It's a partnership when you, when you're developing something with a retailer, um, whether it's small or big, um, you want them to know why you're there and that for the same reasons, why, why they want the product. That's how you can create some success together. Again, especially as a smaller brand, we're small. Um, and there's many, many more like us than let's say the legacy brands who you know have their position in the store, have their position with the relationships. Um, if, if you could talk about what it's like, the difference since you've been in different scenarios, the difference of having, let's say, a little bit of money and a lot of money when it comes to, you know, supporting what it is that you're doing or supporting the brand as a whole. Could you give sort of the different, the differences there and those that are, again, who are watching maybe who don't, who have a little less money or those who have, you know, just enough, what, the, what those differences may be? Yeah, I think you can get caught up when you have, I, I don't want to say too much money because I've never worked for a company that's had too much money, but you can get caught up in trying to build a brand lifestyle versus understanding what it is you're selling and building brand loyalty. Um, I worked for a company that was like a clothing store at one point. We had so many variations of t-shirts and sunglasses and swag that we were trying to build in as added value to our retailers and, and consumers. And at the end of the day, you, I think you get, uh, sidetracked on what it is you're trying to accomplish and you get sidetracked on your sales pitch. You know, all of a sudden you're trying to use these things as, as value points for, 
something that really at the end of the day is not tangible. Um, you know, everybody has those things. Um, you can get kind of, I think you maybe lose a little bit of that tenacity that you need as a small company when you're talking about what kind of things you're going to participate in. If you have the cash and you can do it, you kind of just say, well, let's do it. And you don't maybe spend as much time thinking about where and when to spend that money. It's a great answer. Really great answer. If you're and, and, and I'm a proponent of swag, you know, you, you have a hat and a shirt and, you know, there, there are people and there are values to giving them to people. But if you start focusing on, you know, what can I bring every time I go into a store or a meeting uh, other than, you know, knowledge and data about the brand, then, you know, you're, you're not selling the brand anymore. You're, you're just doing favors for people. Coincidentally, I placed a hat order yesterday. And Good. as I was hitting enter, because most of them were for me, basically, um, yeah. as I was hitting enter, I remembered that you say, can I get some hats? I want to get some hats away. I added a whole bunch at the end. So that, that's just for the hat scenario. Um, that's it. I, I, I like the way this is vibing right now. There's value here. I really hope that they can see that. We're going to see how this sort of unfolds. But that was what this is about. Um, your answers are sharp. And I like that a lot. Um, as far as the idea of starting a brand or a company in, you know, in the space, food or beverage, let's talk that, that regional play that I often talk about in some of my interviews, because there's that, you know, whether oh, I got a lot of money, I'm just going to try to blow this thing out of here, or I have none. My mom gave me $10,000 because she believes in me and you know, the cookie we're selling does so well at the farmer's market that we can build this one block at a time. Yeah. If it's the latter, what does that look like from your, your side? What would you do? Um, I would do it. I mean, that's, you know, that's, we're kind of lucky. We're able to do two things at once. We, you know, we, we're, we were diversified enough when we launched with your background in the health and fitness channel and my background in the natural and specialty and me being kind of hunkered down in Southern California for so many years now that I understand what retailers we can, you know, go after, partner with, and that are successful in building a brand that we've been able to do both. So take out the national piece of the business, which I think is really important for any brand. But if you want to go super uh, micro uh, on a region, I would start in your own backyard. And, you know, I think me being based in Southern California, although the company is based in Northern California, we've kind of taken an approach since, you know, I'm leading the sales force to focus on SoCal as our number one region. And I, I think it's been a great success. We've got just about everybody that I'd like to have as a partner, although there's a couple, you know, that I'm still really going after to, to close it up, but it builds an opportunity for brand awareness, right? And within that, then you can build uh, deeper terms, I think, because I've seen it myself. I, you know, I, I've gone into a store, if I'm doing store calls in a certain area, um, there's been instances where I've gone into a Whole Foods to do a store check. And I, then I go to the Ralph's, two minutes up the street and do a store check. And I've seen the same, the same shopper in there. 
So people go to different stores for different reasons. And if you start having your brand in every one of those doors, uh, either consciously or subconsciously, you're going to start making an effect or building an impression on that, on that consumer. So you, you just build out a, you build out a great story for your brand as well. Uh, that's a, you know, another second um, huge opportunity is if you can build out a regional play and be successful at it and show how you've supported that play, show how you've grown, uh, you know, by naming off some of the competitors in the region to some of the targets that you're working on um, to showing just growth within the door from first month to four month to 12 month, then you can go and you can just basically take that approach and go to another region and start working it. Yep. And that's how you can grow nationally. Your screen's bouncing a little bit. Sorry. It's all right. I'm getting excited and banging on the table. I know you are. And I like that. <laughs> um, I like that. Uh, folks, there's a lot, you know, you can tell that personality wise, uh, Aaron's a little more modest than I am. Um, so you, some of our conversations are, are actually pretty epic. Um, um, especially when he gets a little riled up, it, it just, it's like, whoa, this thing's about to be get fired up here. Um, these, some of these answers are really great. And, uh, and I appreciate the candidness. That's what this was going to be about. Uh, there, we have nothing to hide. And that's why oftentimes people even ask me, like, wow, you're kind of out there with all your stuff, right? Why not? Right. But I'm not worried about anybody else. Right. Um, even in our space, even in, they could be sitting right next to us. I'm so confident, right, in what we're doing and why we're doing it. I will give the playbook and not worry about it. And, um, and that can start in discussing what we just did about that. Why you said, if it's, you're just this small, you could be one person, you know, a woman who really, enjoys making this one you know treat right this one food um that people are telling her that's not her friends right i often say that not your mom not your friends they're they're just they're just random people right strangers who say that is amazing and they don't just say that's amazing they give you three bucks for it right yep. you can do that in your backyard you can go to your farmer's market, even today, COVID, I mean, we're in Marin County. I know down where you are in, in SoCal, you know, I think our farmer's market's open. It's been open, right? Mm -hmm. Go sell it and prove it out and see also when you show up the next Sunday or two Sundays from now, right? Depending on your budget, if they're going to come back and be like, I want more of those, then go down to your local market. I talk to you about this all the time. I, my, my local small grocer, right? One independent. We're on shelf. We've been on shelf forever. And I love walking in there and seeing that, you know, seeing sales, right? I can see it. I saw, was walking in there randomly, a woman's standing there grabbing two bags. I love that. You can do that times five because there's probably five small independent grocers in your neighborhood. Yes. Um, so, so great info there. Um, what are, what, what do you see for yourself, right? As, as somebody who's in your shoes, what is it that you want to be able to do, let's say, in the next 12 to 24 months? We can talk specifically. It can be personal. It can be your own growth, right? You and I talk about stuff like that, personal growth, um, and, and just developing even myself, yourself, the team members, right? But what do you want to see for yourself um, in the next 12 to 24 months? 
Um, yeah, I think that's a great question. I think, I think for me, it's, it's doing things that I haven't done and then getting better at the things that I'm, I'm doing or I've done. So, um, part of that is a couple of the big players, Target, Walmart, you know, things like that, pitching them, landing them, activating them, um, and, and showing growth there, you know, coming up with a strategy. Every retailer, every channel of business is a little different. Um, and you, you have to have, you know, uh, an approach to each one. And so kind of learning an approach that I haven't dealt with a specific channel or retailer before is exciting to me. Uh, and then learning the insides of the business more, not so much the sales, but the operations. Bringing some of that understanding of operations to the table, I think, allows me to forecast better, to budget better, to understand skew mix better, the opportunity for line extensions uh, or pulling back when maybe we want to do something, but it doesn't make sense. So those are some, some key things for me. And then getting just to, you know, titles aren't everything, but getting to a position where I can become a VP or something along those lines, just, so that I continue my growth and that there's some, some, uh, you know, awards that I can base that, me you know, measure my, my growth with and success. It's a great answer. Um, it's a great answer. I loved this. That's what I wanted to do on this. Yeah, it was fun. Yep. It, it was fun. And, and um, I say this, but I say this to you and I, people can now hear me say, it. I'm so blessed. We have such a unique, um, I won't be able to say this on the other shows, even though I may know some of these people, but I, I just want to say it because this is the first one and it's meaningful, right? We have such a unique relationship from the time that we met and, and where we've gone to now um, that I'm blessed. I say this all the time, but like, I'm, I'm honestly blessed to have the team that we have, right? We, we have such a unique um, relationship with one another. We're all kind of different. We all are a little quirky, right? Um, we, we've created a platform of fun for most of it, right? Uh, we don't take ourselves too serious, like at all. Um, and we, we have a, a line of integrity that runs through everything, which is a really important baseline for building anything. Uh, and I just, I just always want to tell you now I can say, dude, I love having you. Appreciate it, man. I really do. Like, dude, you're, you're just such a solid, solid, solid dude. I'm so Thank excited. You. I'm so excited for this thing. Um, anyway, yeah, fun hope everyone watching enjoyed that. Aaron Yanessi, I want organics, director of sales. Peace. Peace out.